Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. By the seat of our pants, it's guys of a certain age. Hey, wait, we all have pants on, right? Pants? Yeah. <laughs> this is audio. Yeah, that's right. Look out. What about you, Art? You have pants? I have pants. There you go. You even on. Have actually, actually, I have them on as there well. There you go. Robbie Koblenz in studio with the panted Art Shirley and Jay Reed. I, introduce yourselves. Art Shirley and Jay Reed. If you don't know the the names and the voices and all that by now, then you're probably misdownloaded a MP3 somewhere. Right. So, guys of a certain age, the podcast for older geeks of a certain age. So, uh, how are you guys doing? I'm doing okay. Doing great. I'm tired of rain. Yeah, we really have had enough rain. For We've had so much rain, mm-hmm. and it is difficult to get a full charge on batteries when you're on a when you've got an off grid cabin with solar panels. When you have this Ooh, much yeah. rain and overcast, I never thought I would pay attention to overcast conditions as much as I do now in my life. Is that kind of like throwing throwing rocks at kids on the front lawn? Yeah, we've get that. We were at that point, and I've probably been there longer than obviously the rest of you have. But where weather is one of the main things in your life you have an app on your phone that you're checking and you're looking at the weather and say what's it and so you love to watch the pattern of you know uh weather that's coming your way and you look at it in texas go, oh texas is gonna be here in three days it used to be the the main thing my father watched on tv yeah. weather channel and, yeah. and then whatever came in between and i do find it fascinating but it's like i don't even have a real reason you know i mean it's just raincoat weather for me it's not like i've got a farm or anything watching i'm crops. inside all day it doesn't yeah. even matter yeah. so so do you guys actually have a paid weather app on your phone I, do not i don't have paid i have i have the free version of my radar which i like i have the WTVA app, oh, yeah. which is free and available on iOS and Android devices. And it's great until Matt Lobin wakes you up in the middle of the night to just yeah. have, lightning is detected five really miles good. from your house. Yeah. I really, uh, yeah, I have that turned off, but Becky doesn't. And it's like, oh no. And it's like, you know. It's the end of the world. I actually have Radar Scope, which is like a $10 app that I bought that uh, is is a lot of fun. And what it does, it downloads the, uh, the latest radar projections from whatever... Um, whatever your defined radar site is. So you're getting like the raw data, as I understand, say from the Columbus Air Force Base. Uh-huh. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. cool. But uh, I paid for it. So I guess. Part of the raw data movement. Yeah, that's right. Shoot raw whenever you can, especially when you have pants on. Anyway, oh, let's get into some Geeks of the Week. Who wants to go first? <laughs> we just lost, we just <laughs> lost Jay. Jay. He's about to pass out. No, yeah. I'll go first. You go first. Our Jay. own fainting goat, Jay. Fainting goat. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Jay? I ran across this on YouTube the other day. It, it is, uh, I, I, it's a new season for sure. Maybe a new series. I think there's been some preview episodes, and it's called Superhero Diaries. Hmm. And it's it's a parody. It's a parody thing. I watched one last night. It was about six minutes long. Some are nine to ten minutes. So they're short. Uh, kind of uh, what is it? Quib quibid? What what is, what's that? What's that thing I had that you had? Yeah, Quibby. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's kind of Quibby length stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just Quibby and Quibby Iron. Quibby and Quibby. Yeah, okay. whatever. Yeah. No. I'm anyway, try, trying to make a like past participle or some English phrase. I guess. Good luck with that. Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a parody of superhero stuff. But the what caught my attention? I was looking, you know, as I was seeking geeks of the week in a previous episode and. There's a guy named I think his name's Phil Lamar. Yeah, you know, and he yeah, plays he's Green Lantern. TV. Yeah, 
Green Lantern on the animated Justice League. Well, now he plays Green Lantern on on this, this? on this superhero. Actually, diaries. in costume. In though? costume. Yeah. Okay. In costume. Man, now their costumes are. He was having did, a conversation with Batman. Um, did this, they did they buy the pajama things that you talked about a couple episodes ago? So they're they look like, but they're well, not that was workout clothes, not pajamas. Well, close enough, yeah. So it's kind of a mix. Like Green Lantern looks like maybe a costume from the costume store, but still pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, he has he's counseling uh, in this episode. He's counseling Batman on one hand, and then it flips over to where he's counseling uh, or giving relationship advice between Batman and Captain America, who both happen to be dating this Catwoman, or one broke up with the other. Anyway, it was Batman's outfit is terrible. Uh, Captain America is actually pretty good, but <laughs> and what's it called? Superhero Superhero Diaries. Diaries. Yeah. yeah, you can you can go to YouTube.com. And Jay can always tell when we're actually interested in what he says because we say, "No, what did you say again?" <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through. Oh, wait a minute. I maybe yeah. Oh no, yeah, this that is sound. a horrible. But I love this guy's voice. Phil Phil, Phil Lamar, Lamar. His voice is yeah. so deep and uh, yeah, almost has a like kind of Obama. Barack Obama mm-hmm. sort of a tint to it, but but you know he didn't have very many views, man. This yeah, is, it's not a huge thing. I just it will it, now. It will now. Yeah, that's right. Once yeah. it has George the, A. Biden, blessed... go go watch this right that's now, right. George A. Biden and Mervin Mervin Koblenz, yeah. both of y'all. Right. Yeah, so, so, is, is Mrs. Reed allowed to watch? And, it? Uh, uh, no, I don't know. She she probably, probably not. she's allowed, but she probably wouldn't. Okay, I just uh, didn't want to make sure we weren't. Now it's, it's yet to be seen. I've only seen one episode, but since well, it then it's not yet to be seen. You've seen it. It's yet to be seen whether or not I will watch it religiously. Okay. I think it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode. So it's there's a lot of content. And he's only got like fourteen hundred subscribers. Wow. Man. Oh well, no monetization there. Huh. How many episodes are out have, so far? Uh, just a handful right now. I think. Okay. So it's not too not too late to catch it. It's get, not too late. Started. Yeah, the the costumes are pretty bad. So yeah, I'm just waiting for Warner Brothers to uh, come in and say mm, copyright infringement, copyright mm. infringement. So uh, pretty funny. That's kind of cool. I may have to watch that. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, very interesting. What you got there, Mister uh, Shirley? As we all get ready for Peter Jackson's uh, Get Back documentary, Let It Be documentary to come out, uh, Hulu is showing a a new series uh, called McCartney Three Two One. Uh, Rick Rubin, who is a producer. Oh, I know Paul Rick Ma- Rubin. Yeah, and yeah. Paul McCartney. It's just a cool, it's a cool look. It's a black and white thing. It's all shot in a, a very, you know, atmospherically lit set. Uh, and they've got a mixing board and Ooh. they'll talk about different uh, tracks, either from the Beatles or from Wings or from other solo efforts of, of McCartney's. And they'll mix some tracks and you'll get to hear what they're doing on certain, on certain uh, famous songs that you know. And then they'll also play some that, that aren't quite as famous. And they'll talk a little bit about the history. There's not a real linear uh, discussion. I think there are six, possibly seven episodes. They're all about 30 minutes long, so you can get through them pretty quickly. We've watched two so far. Um, and uh, just really good. Just kind of a, a nice insight into the creative process and into the history of the Beatles, but also just what their influences were. And you get to see a lot of that stuff. Uh, so it's it's been fascinating for me, you know, you know, as I've said before, unabashed Beatles McCartney fan. So I really like it. But I think anybody that has had anything to do with music or music production would also be fascinated with it as well. Are you familiar with Rick uh, Rubin's podcast, Broken Record? I've heard of it. I haven't heard it yet. It's him and Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell, yeah. um, who you know wrote Tipping Point and yeah. Alliers, and he does revisionist history. I, I like uh-huh. Gladwell a lot, and he has a master class as well. Um, but they, it's. 
he and Rick Rubin are buddies, and they interview a variety of music luminaries, like uh, the episode that just dropped this week. Uh, they had Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick on. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, so it's it's pretty Did fascinating. Did Rick Rubin produce U2? No. All? Okay. I'm trying to think what his... Who he, had. he produced everybody else. I know he did a lot of stuff. I don't know why I had his his name associated with them, but uh, anyway. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that he did anything with with you two at all. Okay, so um, yeah, it that's a it's a fun podcast. Yeah, and this is a good series. It's, like I said, it's 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 seven episodes, uh, thirty minutes long, uh, and, and it's really good. We're enjoying it. We're we're rewatching Ted Lasso. Speaking of episodes, thirty minutes long in in run up to. We the, thought about doing that because that starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow, the twenty third. Uh-huh. So, um, by the time you listen to this, it'll be probably two episodes in. But uh, so Bonnie's watching it with me, and has she, she watched it before? No. Oh, really? Oh, okay. No, there's no way my yeah. wife would watch. Uh-huh. Also hasn't watched it either. Oh man, Becky up. loves it. It's probably her favorite show. Yeah, yeah, the the language is a little strong. The accents are a little strong for Bonnie. So, but yeah. Uh, the language is surprising. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like we went. Is this the only word the British folks say? <laughs> and uh, they say it a lot. They do. Um, they do. So, but and it's uh, not the Queen. <laughs> That's not the word they're saying. Yeah, um, but it's been it's been fun to rewatch. And uh, Jason Serdakis, Serdakis, how do you pronounce Serdakis? Serdakis. Yeah, he is so good. He is really really good. Um, the whole cast is really good. Though. Phenomenal. What it pulled? What twenty Emmys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Just, I think four for supporting actor alone, which is crazy. Yeah, four of the seven were from Ted Lasso. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, just yeah. amazing. But so. a good show. I thought about rewatching it too, and we did. We ended up watching uh, Mayor of Easttown, which we may want to do a podcast. Yeah, on, we should because that was really y'all both seen yep. it, know, right? I, I have. I, I couldn't remember if you both. I knew you had finished it. I couldn't remember if you had yeah. finished it when we last talked, and we finished it um, uh, night before last. We need. Yeah, we need to do an episode. Really, really good show. The uh, the ending I was not seeing. Oh, so oh no. Anyway, well, look, my geek of the week. Uh, so Aquaman, Moon Knight, and Thanos walks into a bar. They meet Drax and Super and Spider Man's girlfriend. Decide they're going to do a movie about worms and spice. Ah, oh. Dune, Dune, Dune. The second Dune trailer dropped today. I didn't know where we were going. Oh, that's that was more fun. of a twist than Mayor of East Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 okay. Yeah, so, I got you now. You, yeah, you Aquaman, know. Jason Momoa. Yeah, uh, Sp- who's Gurney Halleck? Uh, Moon Knight is um, um, Isaac, uh, Isaac Oscar Isaac Isaac Ox, you got it yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac translate for us Jake who is the uh, <laughs> who's Duke Atreides uh, yeah. who else did I say and also is in Star Wars is Poe Dameron yeah that's right uh, Brolin is uh, Gurney Halleck no Brolin is who is Brolin He's is he Gurney Halleck yeah no he's Duncan Idaho Josh but, Brolin is Duncan Idaho. I see. I didn't realize he was in it. Yeah, he's Duncan Idaho. Okay. Um, so Thanos, and then uh, Zadea. Is that how you pronounce her name? Um, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so Spider Man. Yeah, Very she's the love interest. MJ from Spider Man. And then and da- Tom Holland's actual love interest, as it turns out. Oh wow, yeah. that's kind of cool. So let's uh, dish about that, shall we? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, and then Drax, Dave Batista is uh, Rabon Beast Harkonnen. Yeah. So. Uh, and then I could have thrown in what's uh, what's his name Score Skull whatever the 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 Danish scientist buddy of Thor's. Oh, yeah. uh, what's his Skarsgård. name? Skarsgård. Yeah. So uh, he. But he's, I can't remember what is it. Stellan Skarsgård is he that something yeah, like that? Okay. So he's Baron Harkonnen in it. So okay. So yeah. when is that? Is that going to be on HBO Max? Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be mid- the last one they do both unless yeah. unless we're, you know we mid-october yeah. like maybe the 22nd of october oh we got yeah, it's the last one they've got prepared i think to say um 
simultaneous release. I believe so. And Dennis Villanueva, who directed it, when when HBO Max originally announced this mm-hmm. dual strategy, they kind of threw a fit about it. And he threw a fit about it. It's like, I didn't intend it for that. So yeah. I suspect this is Dune Part 1 because it's a two-part movie. I mean, oh. it's a huge... I, I still think Dune is the greatest science fiction book of all time. And there's no way that you can cram it into one. So... You know, Dune Part 1 will be on HBO Max, and in theaters, Dune Part 2 will probably be theatrical only, um, and that might actually run up the box office, uh, because yeah. a lot of folks will have seen it, but it looks Because we amazing. are starting to see people return to movies. Yeah, man, we're going to mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that on the on the second half with, uh, we're going to hit Black Widow there, but before we hit the, well, not going to hit her, but I mean, that would be- <laughs> She'd hit of, us back. She would. It would be really <laughs> it bad. It would not be, it would, we, not, it would not end well for us. We would all be crying. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of a celebrity death watch away from geek culture to one of my all-time favorite bands, Kansas, Robbie Stenhard, uh, known as the violinist and backup vocalist for Kansas, passed away at age 71 this week. Um, had not been with Kansas since 2006. Yeah. You know, it, you think of you think of iconic parts of classic bands. You think of uh, what's his face playing the flute in Jethro Tull. Yeah. Uh, Ian, what's Ian's last name? I can't remember. So you had I the, keep saying Fleming is not right. No, not Fleming. not right. No, so, Anderson. Yeah, Ian Anderson, who played yeah. the flute, lead singer for uh, stood on one leg. Yeah, for um, um, Jethro, Jethro Tull. Um, Robbie Steinhardt played the violin and very, very prominent in early Kansas. You get to left overture point of no return. Those albums, you've got violin scattered throughout. So was he also a writer? Did he help write some of those? He didn't write very much at all. Carrie Livgren was the primary literacist for Kansas. Okay. And you know, as, as you look at, you see Carrie's kind of spiritual quest. He goes to Buddhism and a few other things ends up in Christianity Uh around, around, uh, left overture and then, uh, vinyl confessions. Um, one of my all-time favorite Kansas songs is from the Vinyl Confessions LP. It's called Crossfire. It's about eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Starnhart sang the distinctive background vocals okay. and obviously played the violin in it. Yeah. So kind of kind of sad that yeah. I, I feel about Carrie Livgren like in Kansas like you feel about Paul McCartney oh, in, okay. in The Beatles. So mm-hmm. Carrie Livgren is... Um, is someone that just really I, I, I love his yeah. work and followed him for years and years yeah. and years. So and as I mentioned off mic, I got to see them a couple of times. Uh, and, original and, lineup and Robbie said he hated me for it. And, uh, but yeah. I mean incredible to watch him play that violin. Oh sure. I mean, just it was something else. You saw him late seventies, early eighties? Uh, early eighties. It was either my freshman or sophomore year at Ole Miss, so it was either eighty one through Possibly eighty two. I think we've talked. Did you see him at uh, Tad Smith? Or? Yeah, saw him at Tad Smith. So I saw him at. And the I may hump have seen the Hump. I think I saw him both places. Cool, because you know. Yeah, that would have been our paths crossed. That's right. We were age. there. That would have been left over. My parents wouldn't let me out. I was like twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go to that concert. And the lead singer, Steve. Steve Walsh. It was Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Okay. Was, not to be confused with Joe Walsh. Or Steve Perry. Or Steve Perry. Yeah. So Steve Walsh, I was going, that's not right, but that is who it was. Yes. He was still there. And my gosh, he was all over the stage. Oh, yeah. Do you remember I that? don't remember anything about it. I mean, he, he was ran, a little too young. Yeah. He just yeah. ran all over the place and was able to sing. And Dave Hope on bass, uh, Phil Earhart on drums, Kerry Livgren on keyboards and guitars. Robbie Steinhardt, and I can't remember the other guitarist. I can see him in my mm-hmm. mind's eye right now, but sorry, other guitarist dude from Kansas. Yeah, sorry I just to remember that. there was quite a, uh, a convincing that had to be done to, for my parents to allow me to go with you're, my cross-the-street neighbor, Trey. You were probably like 16 or 17 at the time, right? Uh, I was a little bit younger than that. Well, if it was 83. Was it 83? 
82, 83. I think it was probably 81. I think it was earlier than, yeah, I think it was in the early I think it may have been my freshman year college shows, either 80 or spring 81. I would have been like freshman in high school. I was still in elementary school at the time. I didn't know what Kansas was, whether it was a state or a band. I didn't either. I I, I didn't listen to them. That's Uh, what started me off. They were huge. I mean, they really, I mean, that was one of our favorite bands. It's when, uh, you know, when Wayward Son hit. Dust in the Wind. Dust in the Wind, you know. Um, But, Song for America, Point of No Return. The whole Left Overture album and the Point of No Return albums were just, you know, yeah. just awesome. Um, Final Confessions, which is after Steve mm-hmm. Walsh left and John Alfonte came in to sing Final Confessions and Drastic Measures. Those are two of my all-time favorite albums. And I like earlier Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Well, since we've chased a big rabbit trail, let me chase one tiny one. From previous Geek of the Week, we've talked about... Uh, Lord of the Rings coming up, Amazon's version or whoever. Uh, I saw this. You see that the uh, the concern about the nudity. You know, we we even talked about how they might you know mess it up with that, but they're saying now that it's going to be a part of a conversion of the elf to the orc. Not non gratuitous. Not, it's not going to be sexual. It's going to be more just this conversion from one being to another. Okay, and it's going to be kind of dark and and they're another word they use, but anyway. Um, I was glad to hear that because I, you know, I, it bothers me that that something good gets turned into you know something naked. <laughs> Let's just naked. put it out there. Let's not n a k e d. That's n e k k i d. That's right. Sorry, that's naked. That boy was naked up there. And now when we're talking about the evils of Amazon, what did you guys think about Bezos when he's coming oh back? Oh my gosh! It's not a safer podcast. <laughs> You know, he comes in. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to all the workers and everybody who's bought stuff from Amazon. You paid for this. I know. Wow. Yeah. I thought the I, I thought that, the trip itself was real. pretty cool. Very happy for Wally Funk. I thought that was yeah. just awesome. Yeah. I don't. Know, I've never seen him in a hat before, and I don't know what's up with the hat. And, and it looked like Doctor Evil's spaceship. It did. <laughs> it very much did. Yeah. I thought about that whole little montage of scenes. To one. that looks just like a. Which we won't go any further than that. Yeah. But uh, it did. And I was like, okay. Did did someone not have like awareness in design? Yeah. Somebody did. And they go, this will never fly. I'll see how far it gets. And he's like, oh my gosh, they're launching it. (laughs) Are they back already? I just. Yeah. They were up for 11 minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, and it's more accurately called a near space flight because they only get to the. And I'm not diminishing what they did. It's very cool to me. I think it does, regardless of what you think about millionaires in space. It's very cool to think that we're billionaires, in billionaires space. in space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, it's it's still a cool thing. Yeah. But you know, it was it, it was you know, but um, we said eleven minutes. I think ninety seconds. Oh, actually, I, I guess I just assumed G. they'd be up there for a few days if we're going to go that oh, far. Heck no, oh <laughs> no. heck no. And the fact that they that they had a a a landing on solid ground that was cool. I'm like, man. You didn't like really? that? I, well, that I'm was just, very, you know, what the cosmonauts do. I, I've seen things, too yeah. many Russian cosmonauts, you the know. shoes don't deploy. Yeah. 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 I, I would think. I it, really thought he should have stepped out with an Amazon package to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. That would, yeah. There was a, uh, I saw a shot where a drone was circling the capsule as it came down. It looked like it was getting all in the middle of everything. So that was kind of crazy. Yikes. So, but if I had to go what up. What was the stuff that looked like bird poop on the top of it when it got, when it landed? Who knows? Okay. Maybe it was. I would rather go Richard Branson's. I like that. I like plane. that concept. Yeah. Yeah. I like that concept better. Yeah. Although everything is reusable on, on the, the what is it? Blue Horizon. 
Blue Origin. Blue Origin. Blue Origin. Blue Horizon. What's that? That's like a movie or something, isn't it? I have no idea. Anyway. Not to be confused with Blue Steel. Yeah. From Zoolander. All right, we've gone down this rabbit trail. We're thanks, gonna, Jay. Yeah, thanks, Jay. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna halt it. Take a break. We'll be back with our reactions to Black Widow in a second. Guys of a certain age back, and we've all been back to the theaters to see Marvel Studios Black Widow. Right, Jay, you've seen that. I've seen it. Yeah, and, and we're theater. talking about the movie up with with Scarlett Johansson, not the actual spider, not the actual spider. No, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Or the Teresa Russell movie that came out in the eighties. I, uh, I don't even remember that. I'm not sure if that's right or not. Yeah, it sounded good. Though. Oh yeah, I remember she I kills her yeah. husbands. Yeah, yeah, husbands. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, that's well. been a minute, but yes, I saw the superhero movie. Yeah, yes. there you go. So, what do you guys think about Black Widow? Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> Right. You can call me Ray. You can call me Ray. You can call me Ray. Yeah. Well, that was, that okay. was actually I was shipping Robbie and Jay. Uh, okay. So shipping. Yeah, we'll explain later off mic. Jobby, uh, maybe. No, just kidding. From <laughs> the hut. <laughs> anyway, oh. I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a great re-entry back into the universe, and uh, as far as movies go, um. Uh, as far as origin stories go, maybe one of my favorites of oh, what really? I've seen. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, and that may be oh, relative because really? I haven't we're seen one in a while. You're crazy. We're just, I'm just surprised. Well, I didn't yeah. know much about her to begin with. She's, yeah. I think I mentioned last week or week before that she's a character that I was not familiar with yeah. before the Marvel Universe came out and or MCU. So, in, But I liked the character and I was fascinated yeah. by the background. So it helped explain a lot. Yeah. What about you? I enjoyed the Art, movie. I need to say, what <laughs> yeah. about you, Art? Jart. Jart? Rart. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it too. I mean, it, as I told somebody and they're asking me what I thought of it, I said, if you like a Marvel movie, this is one of them. And if you don't, you're probably not, this is not going to win you over because it's it's a very, you know, much of a Marvel movie of phase three, even yes. though I think we're, we're officially in phase, in phase four. four now, but this was a holdover and, and was kind of, to me, start tying up some loose ends. Uh, from phase three. Uh, so that, I thought that was good in that. Um, like I said, there were, I thought I agree with uh, Jay. I thought the origin story was really good. I saw some criticism that said in terms of a black widow movie, she was almost, you know, not even the main character. It seemed more of an introduction of her sister. And by the way, if we hadn't said already spoiler alert, but, uh, of her sister, her sister is probably a replacement character not necessarily named Black Widow, but to fill that role. Yeah. So uh, it seemed a little bit, you almost could have taken Black Widow out of it and all that they could have done would have been in retaliation for her after her death. Uh, but uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was good to have Scarlett Johansson get a, a send-off you know, with her own movie. I thought that was good. I enjoyed it quite a bit, and it's kind of probably the middle of the pack for me, maybe around, you know, Ant-Man or yeah. or Civil War. Uh, my, I think my favorite Marvel movie is still Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. followed closely by, by Infinity War. To me, Black Widow is to Infinity War what Rogue One is to Episode Four. Okay. Yeah, it's a direct lead-in. You know, because I actually watched Infinity War like the day later, and it it dovetails nicely. She's got, you know, uh, Scarlet Widow, uh, Scarlet Widow. Wow, Scarlet Widow. Widow. There you go. Uh, Black Widow has got the vest on that her sister yeah. gave her. Gave her. Gives her same haircut, and um, so I really enjoyed it. I love David Harbor as the Red Guardian. Yeah, that was. I thought the whole Red f- Guardian. Yeah, Crimson Dynamo. 
It's no, red guy. They can't even agree in the movie. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought the whole family dynamic was played really well. And again, Marvel has a good idea of add, you know making sure you add humor to something, you know, give you a little bit of, of something to to laugh at and relate to, you know, as they bring these characters in, which you know DC is, is learning now, but uh, and has done a couple of them, but. So it reminded me a lot of the Americans, the uh, FX series we've talked mm-hmm. about before. It had very much that same feel. Um, but I love David Harbour. Yeah, he I was mean, good. He was just mm-hmm. hilarious. And I always like Rachel Weiss and whatever she's in. She was great. Yep. I've seen Florence Pugh in a couple of things. She's always good. She was in um, uh, Little Women. And that's what I was thinking. I saw Little Women, and that's you the first her, thing I f- yeah. saw her in. Yeah. She did a great job in that. And then like the next week, she's in this trailer for Black Widow, yeah. and it's like, wow, what a yeah, what a turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. And you hated her character, not her. You know, but I guess you didn't hate her, but she did something bad. Spoiler alert. We'll do our Little Women podcast later. Yeah, I've never seen or read Little Women. Yeah. So, but if they're lost, we can't talk about it. That's right. Yeah. So, um, what'd you guys think about? And obviously, if you're, you know, spoilers, spoilers, if you haven't watched it, you know, you might want to, you know, download Rick Rubin's Broken Record podcast. (laughs) Um, What'd you guys think about that gap of time from the point where, um, where what's his face? Oh, Bruce Banner's nemesis, Colonel. Uh, yeah, uh, William Hurt's character, William, Ross. Yeah, yeah. General Ross. General Ross, Secretary of State. Secretary of State, State Ross. Ross. Yeah, and he, second bypass. Yeah, and he yeah. shows up to pick up Scarlet Widow yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> Black Widow at the end of the movie, and then you've got this gap, and then two weeks later. You got her showing up, different hair color. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's picking up a Quinjet, and you have no explanation how, how she, she got away. Yeah, yeah. what did you guys think about that intentional gap that was left? I liked that. I mean, I think there's some, you know, that's we don't. Hopefully, they won't do a Netflix series to explain that. <laughs> you know that I wouldn't be shocked if they did. You don't think you think they might really? I think they might. I kind of leave you think you lead some things to the imagination. I think that worked out pretty well. I think they left that hole there potentially. So you, you know, think that's good? specifically yeah. for additional storytelling? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Could be. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Really? Truthfully, whether they do it as a limited series, I think that would be the the approach they would take. So, should this have been a limited series instead of a a movie? I liked it being a movie. Uh, movie. You know, it moved, and, it moved and, fast, and it may be coming off of our. And I think disappointment maybe is too strong a word for Loki, but I kind of you know thought well, Loki may have had some filler and it ran a little long. This felt this felt pretty tight to me. It did, yeah. yeah. I mean, it felt like the, everything that happened was moving the story along, and they had a lot of great callbacks to earlier scenes. The whole thing where I'm seeing you upside down, and uh, you know, pain makes you stronger, whatever that that word was, you know, the the phrase was that the mother used. Um, I thought I thought it I thought it was very tight. I thought it would work pretty well. I thought the the villain was good. The whole you know idea of the uh, the what, the widows, yeah, were, yeah. That I can't remember what he called the group. It was it just called the widows. The widows. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really cool thing. Um, and now you've got twenty odd widows who've been yeah. freed, but you still have a ton of other widows. And you know, once again, you could ride a vehicle down from high. <laughs> For high in the sky, just jump off at the end, and you're okay. <laughs> That's right. And so, what I don't yeah. understand is, did 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 the red room, which is this big floating thing, a lot like the uh, helicarrier, the helicarrier from yeah. Shield, was it in Russia or somewhere in Eastern Europe, and did it end up drifting to the United States? 
And that's how they downed it, and Ross was able to show up with his complete convoy of cars. I think he had been tracking the Black Widow and just had kind of gotten there at the same time. I think they were—do we know they were in the United States? No, we don't. I think he happened to be in Russia or wherever wherever it was. And I think she was just, you know, I think he was closing in on her. Maybe so. That was kind of a plot hole for me. Yeah. So— um, I like the I like the whole idea of Taskmaster. I I, mm-hmm. I had not read anything about who Taskmaster Master was, yeah. but I, 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 I knew figured, the character. But it wasn't something I was so invested in. I didn't mind the changes they made. Yeah, I thought it was it was okay to do what they did. Yeah. Um. And you know, I think that uh, seeing you know she talked about red in her ledger and all that, and kind of seeing what she was referring to, maybe a specific thing she was referring to, in, in addition to all the other red she had created was good and kind of being absolved of that was nice but well and i like the fill in with the whole budapest yeah. uh you know mm-hmm. because if you remember um there was a conversation conversation between uh hawkeye and black widow mm-hmm. just like budapest yeah calling back to budapest you and i remember budapest completely different yeah differently mm-hmm. and so i like that call back i like the fact that they ended up at a safe house there that yeah. was really nice i thought it was yeah like i said there was a lot of things in there i thought were worked really well uh and uh like i said it was i thought it was a good send-off for her it made her sacrifice you know in in endgame even more you know uh important because she had reestablished with her family so it wasn't just her avengers family she was giving up but uh uh, and again the best thing was a neat tie-in i thought that was kind of cool how they did that but uh i thought it worked i thought it worked well what about the uh the end credit scene so, if you recall, this was supposed to come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, this this movie was going to be the introduction of of, of um, Lady Hydra, who yeah, Julia Louis Louis drives his character that we saw mm-hmm. with U.S. Agent at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, I'm assuming they didn't reshoot. I don't know that they did. I mean, it was a, it, it was worked a, okay. I mean, yeah. if they may, maybe they reshot to to make it. A little bit, but I think they probably, if that was the original shoot, it was vague enough to work. Yeah. You know, so I think it worked pretty well. I thought it was hilarious because I know we were all sitting there. Um, the Elena, I think is the sister's name, did uh, the whistle thing. And you're sitting there, you know you're going to yeah, hear that yeah. responding whistle. And you just hear her blowing her nose. It was hilarious. <laughs> there were some nice comedy bits in this. Yeah, there really were yes. some nice some Especially nice with the Red Guardian. Yeah, you know, when he was fitting his uniform Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hey, still fits. Yeah, right. And, uh, okay, what about the, the prison scene with the Red Guardian and Ursa or whatever the guys, the uh, Russian mutant? A lot of people saying that's the first mutant that's appeared. And oh, I didn't pick up on that. He's wrestling with the uh, arm wrestling wrestling. with the guy, and that really big guy comes in there. He says, "Oh, you're a big bear, aren't you?" And then he breaks his wrist. Well, that's oh, it's off. That was yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he was supposed to be uh, some Russian uh, mutant. Huh? That's who. uh, That's who he was. And so, are we seeing the mutants here now? And you know, but. Uh, and, and so, what did you guys think about uh, about Red Guardian saying, "You know, I have Captain America." Did he talk about me? He was my nemesis. We yeah. fought back in the eighties. Uh-huh. Steve Rogers was still on ice. So, who did he fight? And so, you know, some of the speculation has I hadn't been even thought about that. David Bradley's character from Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think it's David Bradley. Uh, who's uh, Isaiah? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, I'm you sorry. know who I'm talking uh-huh. about. Um, so, did he fight that character? Hmm. 
who did he fight that was identified as Captain America? I didn't even think about in that. In the 80s, yeah. because Steve Rogers, again, was still frozen. So, so it must have been Red Brown. Yeah. <laughs> did he have a motorcycle helmet? And <laughs> Wow. Isn't that the guy that played him? In, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. And did he come shooting out of a van? Did he have fake ears on his <laughs> That's right, his that's cow. right. So, you know, you, you've got to think that Red Guardian is going to fight uh, Sam Wilson Yeah, at some point. And so Kevin, Kevin Feige, you know, mastermind of the Marvel Universe, um, started replying to some tweets from the Marvel account and his account saying, mm-hmm. well, for the Marvel account, he cited KF. You know, I would love to see, you know, Sam Wilson and, you know, uh, Red Guardian fight, wouldn't you? And so it just there's a lot of things there. I, I think you're going to see these characters obviously show up in the, the limited series. Yeah. Um, I, I just, guys, I got to kind of get the feeling that Marvel may end up pushing out more limited series than movies going forward. I can see that. I mean, they've got, they're, they're a little bit cheaper maybe to do mm-hmm. so because the well if nothing else the distribution is better than trying to get them in theaters and did you see did you see the second weekend box office numbers for black widow they were dropped like, right yeah. like 80 percent. it was crazy yeah, yeah. it and was what uh space jam no it wasn't space yeah, jam it was, was it space jam it was space jam yeah that uh took it over in the box office yeah i think some of that has to do with our viewing habits right now you know there are a lot of people that because i saw a lot of people after i posted uh that we had gone to see it like on facebook they were saying oh yeah we're watching it with the family on uh on disney plus we paid to watch it on disney plus which if you've got a family of four you're probably coming out okay you know coming out ahead exactly Uh, and and especially if you've got you know if you if you're not comfortable going back to the theater yet our experience was fun and i never felt any any danger or whatever yeah. and it was fun to just get back but there's there's also going i think it's a 90 day or 120 day window before black widow becomes free as i mean available on disney plus as normal subscription yeah, yeah. i'll probably watch it again yeah again. me too i would do that yeah absolutely we'll do that so there's speculation that that the the diehards went the true believers as stan lee would say yeah uh, here. yeah no stan lee cameo either Right. And um, and but people, a lot of people were surprised that there was no Iron Man or Hawkeye cameo, although they did reference Hawkeye in the end credits and mid credits scene. Uh, but, they you know, they thought and to me, I was fun. Again, it's one of those things where same reason I, th- I liked the fact that they didn't that Doctor Strange didn't show up at the end of uh, WandaVision. That's that character's movie. And if you if you try to yeah. you know, take that away by bringing in somebody else, uh, that, I think they just take away from him. You know, we've kind of gotten past the Samuel L. Jackson showing up at the end and talking about the Avengers Initiative, but um, anyway, so uh, I thought that I thought the end credit scene they had was great, and I like that cameo because it's looking forward. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, will those and, people be? Will Florence Pugh be in the Hawkeye? Yeah, there's series? speculation she'll be because and then I also mean, in the. I mean, she wants to. She's going to go kill him. You know, right. because he killed his sister, her sister. Yeah, and then is that when does that when is that supposed to come out? Hawkeye's early twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's in the mix, right? Yeah, you got Hawkeye. the U.S. agent that group that shows that hasn't even been been announced yet, right? Yeah. So, so we so think it's going to happen, but it's not. Uh, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings is next, but that's a movie. So yeah. is there another limited series? So you've what got is? you've got Hawkeye, you've got She Hulk, uh-huh. you've got Moon Knight, which is shooting right now with uh, with Dameron Poe, and um, or you know 
Baron Atreides, uh, Duke Atreides. I'm sorry, it's Baron Conan. Um, and then Miss Marvel is also mm-hmm. in maybe in production right now. I think it is in production. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Some, yeah. stills at least from that. I'm really excited about She Hulk. Yeah, because She Hulk has never been done in any shape, form, or fashion. Well, heck, Moon Knight hasn't either. Mm-hmm. You know, and Moon Knight is Marvel's kind of attempt at doing a Batman esque right. character. So I'll be curious how they'll do it. I I just want to see Charlie Connolly show up as as Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. I mean, you know the, the 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 exclusivity agreement has expired. So I would love to see Luke Cage show up. Right. I'd love to see uh, Daredevil show up. So that would be great. In terms of movies, though, we've got. Uh, when is the Spider? I know they're shooting the Spider Man. Yeah. Well, you've got Eternals before. Okay, that's you've right. Got, I keep forgetting about Eternals. You've got Ten Ten Rings. You've got the Eternals, and yeah. then Spider Man Home Number Three, whatever yeah. it is. I'm, I, in the, there was a longer, much longer trailer for the Ten Rings before Black Widow. Yes. So I'm much more excited about that now. I was interested in it already. Yeah, but, I think that's going to be really trailer, good. I think I it's, it's going to be really good. I don't know if it's going to. Uh, I'm I'm curious how about how well it's going to do because it's not a known quantity. Oh, right. Well, and granted, Iron Man know. wasn't either. Uh, so you know maybe they'll see that. But and and are people going to realize it's part of the Marvel thing too? It looks like a really good movie mm-hmm. though. I think well, it's going to be really good. You saw Abomination in the trailer. Yeah. Which that's a callback to the Edward Norton uh, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Mm-hmm. And uh, same guy's playing him, right? Tim yeah, Roth. I believe so. Yeah. And you had Wong. You know, there's speculation that it's okay. Wong in there fighting him. Okay. So, which, from Doctor Strange. From Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I, I forgot how much I love Wong as a character. Yeah. I mean, he's so hilarious mm-hmm. in uh, that that opening with um, with Doctor Strange and and he in in Infinity War, you mm-hmm. know. And he's like, well, you know, I don't have any money, but I sure could go for a tuna melt, you yeah. know. So, but anyway, hilarious, um, great character, great casting. So. Final thoughts on Black Widow, or should I say Jay's thoughts on Black Widow, because it's been the Robbie and Art show. That's right. No, no additional thoughts. I, I, Dang it, Jay. <laughs> I know there was my moment and I lost uh, it. <laughs> well, there's I that. should have prepped this time. Uh-huh. You did watch it. I did watch the movie. You didn't fall asleep. I did not fall asleep That's and good. I only missed about three minutes. That's good. Four the run piece app yeah, it was yeah. Like, was well anyway when was that by the way when did it advise you to go i was hoping we could it was get about past this with hour 23 and it was really good this time they had it it gives a summary of what goes on during these three to so four you can minutes watch, you can read it in your so i read it before it started and so i i, I was already ahead of the game so Haw- well, we're hoping to get a sponsorship so we've got yeah. to keep mentioning it so hawkeye is supposed to come out in 2021 uh-huh. the, the limited series uh, Miss Marvel's supposed to come out in late 2021. That's wow. interesting. I didn't realize We're that. We're out of time. And then we forgot uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which will be out next March. And then Thor, Love and Thunder, which will be out next May. Wow. I'm looking forward so that's to gonna be good. the Thor and Love and Thunder. So I the mean, end of the year sounds like it's going to be like the last few months, with from WandaVision to uh-huh. Rock Winter Soldier to... Yeah, Loki. Yeah. We're gonna have a little gap after. So the next thing that's gonna happen uh, in a couple of weeks is uh, what if? Okay, All right. the animated series that that will be canon. Then Hawkeye, and then like I said, Miss Marvel, Doctor Strange. Well, well, she comes out before that. Yeah, right? she, the Ten Rings comes out um, sooner than that. And wow, Spider Man comes out right now. Release date is December seventeenth of this year. 
Wow, I knew they were close. I didn't know that. Man, close. they are on top. I, I'm wondering if we're going to see a little Eternals is supposed to be out November 5th, and then Shang Chi is supposed to be out September 3rd. I, you know, I don't know that they're not going to get a little little Star Wars ish backlash of having too many Marvel movies that that pack mm. close together. Well, so. they wouldn't have been. No, they wouldn't have been for you know what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right. Any other thoughts? And that would be a no. So we'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll see you next week.